in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the Top 10 Show. I am John Roca. I am Matt Nost. And uh, we're recording on this uh, nice new equipment of ours, trying it out. So this is our debut episode. Not going to reveal what the equipment is, but very nice. Uh, we're kind of moving up in the world here, Matt, a little bit. Uh, reinvestment into the show, thanks to the lovely people that uh, have come out to see us live. Yes. And to support us on Patreon.com forward slash the top 10 or have gone to Spreadshirt.com forward slash the top 10 and picked up a shirt over there. <laughs> yeah, because we put up such so many great I know. designs. Why Matt not? Nost. When was the last time? Why is that my fault? That is between the two of us and both of us. I don't know. Have not started that conversation either way. So that is a two-way street, my oh, friend. Oh, I guess so. I guess you're right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. know. It's an incumbent. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> on anyone in particular. Uh, I'm going to use the stand. I'm going to use the stand, the mic stand. See if it holds. See if it holds. Uh, anyway, yeah, so today, uh, we, listen, we've had a couple of technical difficulties that are my fault. Uh, and I've uh, had a couple of sleepless nights over it. So I think we figured it out. We're fine now. This is, uh, <laughs> this is uh, uh, like I said, we've got our new technology here. We're going to try to do this episode. Um and uh, we've got shout-outs coming up later on, and this is a Patreon episode. Uh, David Mitchell Baker, is that correct? Yeah, he submitted. He gave us our last one. We record an entire show. Yeah. Uh, we won't say what it is, because we'll probably end up using it again at some point. Absolutely. But I will say that a movie finally made it onto a list, and I think that's why John got rid of uh, <laughs> the show. I think it was more your Leonardo DiCaprio story. It was wish fulfillment for me, and you took it away. You're like, hey, hey another problem over here. Like, I thought you checked it after the show. Nope. nope. Problem over here. Yeah. That was all, it was all on me uh, and the situation going on there. But, you know, but it'll find its way back onto another show. I'm sure. Yeah. We just, it's got to be a long time. It's the Matt Damon of uh, the Jimmy Kimmel situation. It just keeps uh, on. You, it's on it's gonna deck. Come up, it's going to come up that much? Yeah, I think so. I think it's got to be a while. You think so? You think before we do another Of that? Yeah, I think comedy? so. Okay. Look, right. only only four people know what it is in the world. That's us, true. Mr. Alex Akos, Chris Alex Akos, that helps us with this, and of course, David Mitchell Baker himself. That's right, David Mitchell so, Baker. So lips are sealed, fellas. Lips are sealed. <laughs> um, all right, so today we are doing the top 10 Jack Black films. This is, as we said, recommended by David Mitchell Baker. He is a Patreon. If you want to be a Patreon of ours and be able to pick a topic that we do on an entire show and have your list read off, which we're going to do at the end of the show for David, you can go to www.patreon.com slash the top 10 and the number 10 there and go to the upper tier, the boss hog level. That's where you can suggest a topic. And we're trying to do one Patreon topic every month to respect our Patreon fans who who submit uh, topics over uh, time and and support the show the way that, at the level that they do. That <laughs> was beautiful. I got it all out. It was beautiful. I got it all out. It ain't the intro of how we do the show, but I got that one all out. Um, you just look so tired and spent <laughs> by the end of that. You just verbal diarrhea for the last sentence and a half. I was like, then, I was like is it, am uh, I getting everything? I don't know. It's just, the top tier, you get everything for the top tier that you can have at the top. At the top At tier. the top when you're doing Boss Hog. Sometimes I'll just keep talking until the right sentence comes pick out. Pick a topic and... <laughs> 
topic anyway. Anyway, I'm not the biggest Jack Black fan, yet I was crazy surprised that I was able to find 10. I was very surprised because I'm not the biggest Jack Black fan. I want to say that from the offset again. Uh, legitimately, there was 11 or 12. For you, right off the bat? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's kind of where it landed, too. Because mm. um, certain ones that may make your list, I think there's one in particular yeah. I've never seen all the way through. Oh, okay. Uh, and another one yeah. uh, wasn't my cup of tea. I don't ever go back to revisit it. Okay. Uh, but beyond that, it's just like, you know what? I like him in this. I like him in this. I tried to stick with on my list yeah. where he has actual bigger parts. Okay. Um, there are a couple exceptions, but by and large, yeah. it was like, I'm going to honor when he's kind of, you know, leading or co-leading or whatever a movie. Yeah. Uh, try and get as much of him on my list, so right. to speak. Right. As opposed to cherry pick and be like, this is a great movie and he had a tiny part in it. Yeah. Um, I did do that once. I did that once as well. Yeah. Because there's one... That did make my list that I really wanted to put on my list, but because he had a smaller part, I couldn't put him on my list. Yeah. There's one I put on the list, but I, because I had to put on the list, but I kind of didn't want to put on the list, but I did it. I love, yeah, we don't often do the full on preview of the list before we get to the list. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is inside and now us doing color commentary on our own list. Anyway, about that. All right, should we get into it? Uh, yeah, you sure. Why not? Show works? Once uh, David Mitchell Baker set a topic, uh, we uh, go our individual ways and create personal top ten lists. Show back up here. Um, I do my bottom three. He does his bottom three. I do my next two. He does his next two. Then we trade one apiece. Once we have revealed our personal top ten lists, we create the shows between the two of us. Boom. And then at the end, we will go through DMB's list. That's right. Oh, dear. oh he's got that status now. DMB, why not? Damn. Dave well, Matthew, David Mitchell Dave, Baker? David Matthew, Dave Matthew Band status? That's respect. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, I'm just saying, right. it's easier to say, rattle off. That's He's DMB. He's DMB. DMB. All right. Uh, let's do this. What's your number 10? Uh, so at 10, so here's <clears throat> probably the most glaring of what I just said. Of I'm only taking okay. a small part, which is Anchorman. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Because he's got, look, he's got a million movies. He's the motorcyclist right, the that motorcycle kicks his dog off the, over. The burrito. That's right. Yeah. Hey, bro. Just so stupid. What's your problem, man? Yeah. He, he's got a ton of small parts and a, a ton of different projects. Yes, he does. So of these smallest parts, this one is my favorite of, okay. you know, of any of those movies. Okay. So the fact that you were in it, you, had, you signed up, you showed up in San Diego on that bridge. I know he that did. bridge. He did. So, you know. Was it really in San Diego? Yeah. Is that bridge in San Diego? That right bridge on? is in San Diego. Uh, if you're heading over to Coronado, I believe that was the Coronado Bridge. Oh, nice. If I had to guess. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's how the other half lives. All right, I respect that. Well, it's like I half a naval base. Anyway. Basically, it's a bunch of naval officers live on a nice island. There's a Hotel Del Coronado. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a nice It's a nice area. Yeah, sounds like, yeah. It's pricey to live on. That's what I said, the other half. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not on your end, but certainly the other half on my end, that's for sure. I don't go hang around the pricey places. I, Matt knows. To me, to me is uh, the age I am still. Yeah, it's a boring place because there's not that much to do. But if I was old and retired, like if I lived close enough, you could walk down, you can do all these things. Yeah, that is one nice thing about our new place. We can walk and go grab some food or mm. walk to the grocery store. Yeah, it's great, right? It's yeah. nice to have that. Yeah, it's I've never lived anywhere where I genuinely could just go and do that. Yeah, we could. Do, we could. We were. You know, when she had a place in El Segundo, we could do that. It was nice. Okay. Here, we can kind of do that, but. It's not really the inclination to do that, so no, that's kind of messed with our walking time. So yeah, yeah. so I well, I just just south of you is like yes, that's a nice street. Yeah, but there's nothing for you, right? 
it's businesses and high end this or whatever yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, There's so, a Trader's Joe. Trader Joe's is a few blocks away. It it's a nice healthy walk, but why? You know, it's a different. Well, if it's only a couple blocks away, yeah, it's a few. What does a few mean? How how far are we talking? Ten. About? Ten? Ten to twelve. Ten to twelve. It's over there by La Siena. Since when does few cover all the way up to 10, 12? I think uh, the story is growing in proportion. <laughs> I'm going to look on Google Maps. In LA, it's 10 to 12. In what, the rest of the few. world? In New York, 20 to 30 is a few blocks. I think it just depends. That's what I'm saying. A large city uh, changes your perspective on what a few blocks is. Not that LA isn't a large city, but it's more of a spread out city. Hey, well, it just depends on how what you're defining as a block in this context. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because in certain areas, blocks are much longer than... Yeah. Know, I think it's also what you're walking on, too. Like, I hated walking to the Grove from my place, that old place, because I had to walk on Fairfax with all the dirt and the, and the homeless people and the... Dude, that's that is like that. a seven-minute walk. Seven blocks? How many blocks is it? Yeah, but there, no, one actual city block. Oh, yeah, right. And then all the small little... Yeah, that's what in between, block. like yeah. seven little streets. That's like a seven-minute seven seven walk. Seven, seven, seven minute walk. Seven, seven minute walk. It's not. It's not that that's bad. That's a lot. That's wild. It's not that bad. I'm even making like a 15 minute walk if I want to go to one supermarket. Oh. I'll do that. I got one of those little old lady uh, carts. Oh my god! And it's pretty sweet. Oh, do take that down to like Pasadena Swap Meet. That thing is awesome to have. I would never go to the Pasadena Swap Meet, dude. It's so much fun. Yeah, well, great. You can take Lily. She always wants to go all the time. Not my jam, buddy. Uh, it's it's. I did it once. Never the fuck again. If you so hot. Well, it's true. You can't go when it's super hot. That's you know. Unfortunately, that's the one time you went. It's unfortunate because you can walk around like uh, we've done it before. My wife and I, where you yeah. don't have a specific idea, it's like let's yeah, let's try and just go find something for the house because we don't have that much. Right, right. Whatever sparks up, and we've gotten some random, really cool shit. Yeah, yeah. But you just kind of got to go to soak up. What are we here for? Okay, we're staying in the furniture section, or yeah. staying in the going over to t-shirts. <laughs> I don't do that all that. Long. I've done it a couple times, but not really t-shirts. Right on. Yeah, trying to find some basketball. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you like doing that shit, the obscure basketball yeah. shit. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. you can get a good one, or uh, like I got a Bears Super Bowl one for, I think oh, I paid yeah. eight bucks. Right on. But it's vintage. Fits mm-hmm. me perfect. Eight bucks, nice. Eight bucks, yeah. Some people know what they have. Do you know Do you know if you're a medium or a small? Depends on when it was manufactured. Wow. Like when? Yes. Interesting. Where's the line? From what the 80s, line? 80s through early 90s, I'm a large. You're a large. I'm a large. Fuck me. I yeah. guess we were thinner back then. As, they made smaller shirts. Yeah. Like, you know that Larry Bird shirt that I have? Yeah. The gray one? Well, of course. I don't I wear it all, all that often because now. it's. I learned my lesson there. You have to take a measurement from the back collar down to the bottom hem. Okay. And for whatever reason, Salem Sportswear, their larges, yeah. they only made them 24 to 25 inches. Oh. Which my torso, so that cuts off at like my belt line yeah. and my belt line hangs on my hips or whatnot. So if I lift my arms a little bit, it's like, hello, belly button. <laughs> Every time it's like I can't wear this. Whose torso is this made for? Yeah, fair enough. Were we just tiny little people? Yeah, thirty I guess years so. ago, I think so. We were thinner, tiner people, or were we just higher waists? Yeah, maybe that too. I don't know. I don't know. We weren't wearing long shorts in the eighties. That's for sure. Like yeah, those Michigan shorts. I remember. I remember my mom when I was a kid. She yeah. pulled my pants up to my belly button and weights like check how. That's it, right. But I always wore it on my hips. I, oh, you always did. Yeah. Okay. So you always gangsters, what you're saying? You was always no. Gangsters. It's just where everybody Hanging wears their shorts now. That's since I was a kid. Not the McHale. I hated it. Do you ever do the belly button? I hated it when I was younger. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. drove me nuts. It's what they. I had to do. Well, tidy whities too. I fucking hated wearing those motherfuckers. I had to wear that when I was young. All the way up to navel. Kind of yeah, right below the belly button. Yeah. God, man, that's... I know. I hated it. 
Yeah, that's brutal. That was what the well, you know, I was a big fucking nerd back then. So it's like that's what I did. But like 15, 16, and everything changed at that point. That was yeah. wearing things differently at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I started wearing boxers in eighth grade. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, that was a revolution. It's like, oh, it's maybe it was seventh grade. It was one of the two. I know it was junior high. Boxer briefs are mine. I can't do boxers. Free balling with with thighs this thick, swinging your balls wrong and getting them caught, not a good thing. I've had that happen. So, yeah, exactly. Well, I'm saying sitting down, I've had that happen. That's what I'm saying. But with boxer briefs, it never happens for me. It's so, only happened like twice ever. Well, still, twice is you never know where that those times are going to happen. It's true. You could be on a date. True. You could be in an interview. Dude, worst I ever got. Worst I ever got. Okay. Similar to this, but not really. All right. So I had this big sectional couch in college when I, you know, it went with us for three years. Uh-huh. And it was just gnarly by the end of three years, yeah, right? Yeah. So there's a recliner, the two ends reclined. And I was sitting on the edge of the recliner, getting back, getting ready, like literally um, where your femur meets your hips. Yeah. Right there. So I was sitting there, but I was going to scoot in. By the way, for those who are listening to podcasts, Matt is I'm doing it. it. He's I'm doing it. Just trying to help you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. But it, if I'm not selling it correctly, yeah, fair enough. allow me to know. So I anyway, yeah. knees perched up, yeah. getting ready to push myself back, arm back, like whatever, on the left-hand right, right, armrest right. side. And my roommate ex- uh, kicks a soccer ball from the kitchen and just rifles it down and it presses uh, you know, my berries right up against the Holy couch. shit. And shot off. I was like, oh, oh my God. Holy shit. I had gone through everything to protect them. You know what I mean? D- tucking on the outside and then slipping back. Because I knew if you get into a recliner wrong, oh, yeah. just boom, go back. And it's just like, it's no good. It's game over. And it just, you caught me in the split second. <sighs> We're just doing simultaneous action. He doesn't think he's kicking it. Right. That hard, <laughs> that like direct shot. And it was down a shotgun hallway. Like it went seven, eight feet dead, dead straight. Wow. It's the only way it was getting through. It's like, you motherfucker. Yikes, man. Yeah, I think I went like two times ever where I really racked. <laughs> yeah, I got a volleyball spiked in my huevos in sixth grade. I've been kicked in a soccer game in, okay. the, in the nuts. That was the worst. Like sliding for a ball, like you're sliding on defense. Sure. And then they just, they just kick to kind of, you're just like, oh my God. Um, I don't know if I've ever had anything dropped on them. I've had the knee when you're when you're in bed with your girlfriend and cuddling up, oh my god, the knee sliding up and slamming your balls Dude, that I've had a few times. I dated or a, girl, a number of times. I dated yeah. a girl that she liked to do that, but she was also like kind of she was really not ticklish, but oh. she would spark certain oh, times. One night, four times, oh. and we finally got to, and I was like, I can't do. I am so yeah, like oh. I'm out of it. You took it out of me. Yeah. I can't. I unfortunately, it's just it's Fuck damaged goods. Yeah, yeah. Lily's done it a couple of times when we've been in bed, and she'd been like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" I'm oh. like, "Yeah, it's not a joke." Yeah, it's just pain sense memory now. Yeah. I'm like, Oof. "Ooh." I told you the Shannon story, right? When he gets drunk, he likes to ball punch. Yeah, oh. yeah, and I told you he's not your friend anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I kicked his shin like crazy. That We're day. adults. <laughs> We're adults. Exactly. Did I ever tell you the story uh, where I ruptured one of my brothers? Nuts. Fuck what? Okay. This is a good story. I'm, so, I'm sorry to everybody. Sorry. I'm cussing so much. My brother, he may he occasionally listen to the show, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> perhaps he'll listen to this one. I know his son may. So uh, he's heard this story before. Yeah. So my brother comes up and he's like, hey, I got a new game we can play. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> what's the game? Smash my balls. Well, I think I, I was six or seven, Uh huh. which makes him nine or ten. Okay. And... Something along those lines, but six and nine seems roughly about right. Okay. Maybe it was 10. I don't know. Um, and he's like, it's called G.I. Joe Hang Glider. And I was like, 
okay, I love G.I. Joe. It's like, well, what are we doing? He's like, what we do is we both lay on our backs um, with our, you know, uh, feet towards each other. Uh And we scoot up and you basically kind of do that. uh, It's kind of like a... When just your back and shoulders up against it and you're lifting your legs up, right? And oh, yeah, yeah, Kind of in like almost like you were sitting in a chair and now you're just on your back and yep. you're maintaining that position. So you put both your feet, pads, the bottom of your feet against each other. Right. And you have to move it around. And if the other person's foot comes off, they lose. Right. So uh, I was like, okay. And he's like, you want to go first or second? Do you press? Do you press? Yeah, you're pressed against each okay, other. Okay, okay. So it's whoever's foot comes off first. Right. So you're and trying to move with one that person foot. is yeah one person is leading the other person is trying to Got catch it. it. We this is as far as he had thought it out, <laughs> and he's like, if you lose, you get to kick the other guy in the balls. Oh, for God's sake! And I was like, so he asked me, do you want to go first or second? It's the only mistake he made because yeah. he set up a nice little plan, and I was yeah. like, I'll go first. So he's got to be kicked in the balls. I'd rather kick you in the balls. <laughs> so he did it. His foot comes off, and we're lying on our backs. So then I just cock my right foot. Or my, you know, my right leg up to a 90 degree and yeah. just bam with my heel into his, you know, oh. huevos. And it just... Your heel? He, yeah. Oh, my God. It just, boom. I think it was my heel. I don't know. I was six. Oof. So I'm guessing. Anyway, yeah. somewhere on the bottom of my foot. Yeah. But I, I would assume it was the heel. Yeah, it sounds just like... Just doing the motion now. And he rolls off. Oh. I think it was on, was on the couch. I think it was on the couch. Yeah. He rolls off. My mom comes in, runs in, whatever else. He had to walk like he had just gotten off a horse for the next month because they had to let the swelling go down before they could go in and do anything <laughs> for a month. He's just moseying. I just remember walking into TCBY oh. and he, <laughs> he was ahead of me. country's best yogurt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved it as a kid. Loved TCBY. Loved it as a kid. <laughs> you get whole M&Ms just oh, right yeah, on top. Man. This is the shit. I don't know. What, it, that was better than anything we have It was now. so good. I can't. Yeah. I bet you if we eat it now, it probably tastes like shit. Maybe. We're used to so much better. I guess. But just him... Ahead of me and just like <laughs> doing these wide caricature steps like he just gotten off a massive Clydesdale horse for a four day ride. It was just, Did he give you dirty looks the whole month? Uh, I'm or sure. Was he over it? I'm sure I remember. That's the okay. only like truly fresh, fresh memory I have <laughs> and I will carry with with me. You will go first or second? I'll go first. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I'll it, go first. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was my number 10. There you go. What's your number nine? <laughs> Well, we worked in the tangent early. All right. Yeah, we did. Uh, nine is nine is a pick in, in I guess, solidarity. Oh, okay. Tenacious D, the pick of destiny. What? With who? The other Tenacious D. Fans? No, no, no. no. Uh, 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 you know, TV shows, oh, everything else they oh, put oh, out, oh, kind oh, of an homage yeah, right. to all the rest of that. I never got Tenacious. I really never got it. Oh, dude, when I saw their HBO thing, you yeah. know. Whenever that came out in the 90s, yeah. I thought it was brilliant. Just brilliant. Yeah, I don't get it. Oh. I watched it and I was like, this has this got nothing for me. It, it doesn't work as effectively now for me because, you know, he's going on to be a movie star mm. and whatnot. It's the bravado early on of right. like, this, this is the greatest song in the world. Right. The first time I heard that, it's about a song they forgot yeah. what it was. And now this is just a song about the song right. that is the greatest in the world. So just brilliant from the first time. Yeah. Uh, my brother hit me to that, I believe. And uh, so, I mean, Pick a Destiny's fine. Yeah. You know, it's got enjoyable parts. Is it an actual movie or is it a, yeah. is it a faux documentary? No, or? it's a okay. full-on movie. So they're trying to get the song. No, the devil this, or something that's, like that? that's about the, the greatest song in the world. Right. That's okay. the name of that track. Right, I've heard Pick that Pick a Destiny track. is uh, Jack Black like moved to L.A. and they form a band with Kyle Gass. Okay. Uh, and Kyle Gass... 
it's you know gives him the hi hat early on. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah, he does for the first like little bit, and then eventually you know Jack sees through his bullshit, yeah. and they become equals, and they figure out that all the best songs that they love were written using this specific pick or whatever. Oh, yeah, and then right. they have to go up for the, against the devil. So it's the devil went down to Georgia yeah. at the end. So, I mean, I like the structure of it. It just, it didn't pay off as, I don't know. Once once they were on SportsCenter for their music, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when I was like, wow, this has really gotten to a level that I never anticipated. <laughs> I'm not saying I was a, like a devotee because when it came back around, I was like, oh yeah, Tenacious D. Right. I love their issue, but I wasn't one of the people going to the shows and... That actually built them up. You know what I saw last night was the uh, the uh, Lonely Island one they have on Netflix about the Bash Brothers. Oh, is it any good? Fuck yeah. I mean, if you like their stuff, that's what I'll say. Okay. If you like their stuff, you will love this. It is genius because it is basically 25 minutes of music videos with Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco <laughs> with Andy Samberg as Jose Canseco and at, uh, the other guy as uh, Mark McGuire. But it is so funny because they do the premise that they, um, in the 90s, they or in the 80s, rather, they were the Bash Brothers, blah, 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 blah. But they also recorded an album of raps, and we've unearthed them for this. And there's music video aspect of it all. Like, he's an angel at one point. It is incredible visuals. Okay. And so, uh, and the lyrics, the raps are hilarious as hell, and they deal with all the shit, like, from the beginning to steroids and it's brilliant like jenny slate's in it um aubrey plaza's in it i think okay. i think stephanie beatrice maya rudolph of course yeah uh and and all of haim that group haim the girl group haim sure they're or all i, in I believe it's haim oh is it haim i don't you know. well they're jewish and i believe isn't haim spelled differently c-h-a-i-m versus yeah but, Chaim? but uh, yeah Chaim oh, maybe is, it's pronounced haim i believe it's pronounced okay well all technically right. you could pronounce it Haim. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm stuck in the Corey Haim place, so that's my fault. So it's Corey Haim is what you're trying to say. Uh, Was Corey Jewish? Maybe after living in L.A. for long enough. He (laughs) might have tried that tack at one point. Seemed like he was floundering for a few years there. (laughs) So I'm Corey Haim. Haim. Sorry. Really? Don't remember that. Are you sure? Yeah, no. I I Anglicanized it, you know, for the masses. But (laughs) I'm really... But I'm really... mm -hmm. Uh, Corey Shlomo Chaim. Um, anyway, uh, and it's it's fan- it's totally uh, Lonely Island shit. So if you're into it, I would recommend it. It's only 25 minutes. Well, I mean, I saw his, what, Lance Armstrong thing. Oh, yeah. That's supposed to be. I haven't seen that one. That's supposed to be funny. <sighs> Didn't he do a tennis one? The tennis one was fucking genius. I saw the tennis one. Yeah, I like the tennis one. Uh, you know what's surprisingly good tennis movie? Did you see that Shia LaBeouf? No, I want to see that. Surprisingly good. Where did you watch it? Is it streaming anywhere? Ah, uh, dude, I saw it after it oh, like okay, initially okay. started streaming, okay. and that's when I watched it. I couldn't tell you now. So whenever. I might even watch it after this podcast because I've been waiting to watch that one for quite some time. Maybe I, it's streaming somewhere. You walk out and you're going, all right, <sighs> yeah, you know, yeah. This was actually pretty good. Couldn't he, believe it. Did Nobody do was a really good McEnroe. It. Uh, yeah, it's a McEnroe, and then uh, Borg. Uh, Bjorn Borg. Right? Uh, yeah, it is Bjorn Borg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that and Bjorn, I didn't know at all, and kind oh, of okay. I mean, I did right as a tennis individual when I right. like, but I was still a young kid. Yeah, see, I'm because I'm older than that was my time. Yeah, that's when I watched tennis with my dad every Sunday morning. The finals and shit. We'd Dude, watch. You used the to tournament. watch so much tennis. Oh yeah, it was the best. And now, like, like uh, Chang, uh, Becker, Jim Dude. Courier, uh, Avon Lendl. Yeah, Avon Lendl was my guy. Ice Cold, uh, Sampras, all those fucking guys. Yes, yeah. I remember watching it like. Easter at a random family yeah. member's house that we just happened to be there for Easter. So we were watching, it had to be Wimbledon, I guess, at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was Becker, 
Oh, yeah, Boris Becker. And oh, I can't remember the other dude's name. Oh, yeah? Yeah, maybe it'll come to me later. Okay, okay. But yeah, no, I watched a yeah. ton as a kid, and then yeah. tennis just kind of fell off. Yeah. I mean, the 70s was a time, because uh, 70s and early 80s, because you got McEnroe, Borg, uh, Jimmy Connors. Yeah, there's so many different... Vetus Gerolitis. Choices. All those people, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's Federer, Nadal. Yeah, it's... You know, it's a couple Djokovic. of guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Serena Murray. on the women's side. Yeah, it does get boring now. It's not as... It's not as there's not as many characters. It's not as much fun. And it can't help yeah. it, because it's become less Americanized. Like, less Americans are successful. But you would assume, though, the talent pool has only gotten richer? Yes, because That's thoroughly true. Yeah. So technically, they're more more than likely playing better tennis as an aggregate overall. Agreed. Because just you have now even better ways to train, even yep. better ways to do all this stuff. But yep. yeah, the compelling characters. I don't know. Maybe they just don't build them up as well, or we yeah. don't. We obviously don't care as much. Yeah. Uh, what's your number eight? Uh, eight. Probably not on your list. Be kind. Rewind. Yep. Nope. Not on my list. I know a lot of people like that film. Um, it was a pleasant film. That's yeah. all I would say. Look, if you yeah. go in with that expectation level, yeah, because that's what I assumed, it delivers on that in spades. Yeah, yep. Um, so it's uh, uh Jack Black works at a video store with Most Deaf. Most Deaf, yeah. and the dude's like a, the video store owner's about to go out or something, and Black gets magnetized and ends up wiping wiping out all the VHS tapes that he comes into contact with. Right. So then they have to go, and somebody asks for whatever the first movie was. I can't remember. And they make a shortened version of just recapping with bad effects. And it builds from there. And they make all these fun little loving homages yeah. to their favorite movies. Yeah. And they start, you know, the production's build up. It's just a fun idea. Is Tim Robbins the owner? Do you remember? <sighs> I can't remember. Okay. Jack Black and Most Def kind of dominate yeah. all my memories of it. Okay. Um, so they reenact... All this, all these movies and their scenes from all these movies. Yeah, I know Ghostbusters is one. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the others. Yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. a long time. I just remember that and just the build up. And it's like it, it delivers on what it asks of you as yeah. a viewer. Yeah. And it's nice to see Jack Black in something. I've always liked Most Def. Yeah, Most Def's great. Uh, he is. When he gets a chance to act, he's always good. I think he's retired from acting. Yeah. Fucking. I love that. I love that people just go, you know what? I did it. I had a few films. I'm good. I'm going to move on. Yeah. Well, and, he was and, from music anyway. And, but you leave a legacy of people going like, well, he was actually good. He was. Like, that's the rarity that you get to go in there, do a foray, do your thing, and then walk out. Like, I doubt we'll ever see Eminem act in anything ever again. At this point, no. Right. I mean, like, he's already, he had the film, 8 Mile, that's it. I'm good. I'm rolling. You know? Prince is the one who held on too long. It's such a weird... Like, once you get to our age, yeah. imagine being Eminem at that point, like... 4850 at Eminem? 4850. You shouldn't be rapping at 4850. What's a, it's what I think of every time there's, like, a professional athlete, especially within basketball, and they're oh, getting yeah. ready to retire, like Vince Carter, and you're like, yeah, but does it ever dawn on you that for 21 years, your job attire has been a jersey? You know what I mean? It's, like, such a weird... Oh, I see what you're saying. And now you're leaving that behind, yeah. but also the identity of that... Um, and it's weird, and it's unique. It's somewhat mm. kind of juvenile, but at the same time, something we all aspire to on right. some level for whatever field you're trying to do. I don't know. It's really interesting. Well, I mean, I think that's where the inadvertent policies of David Stern to make them wear suits in the 90s, to make them, like, has kind of paid dividends because now businesses... True. Uh, products they look at their athletes in these suits and they go oh this could be a spokesperson maybe we could get this person if they do some kind of studying or whatever we could get them on our board or on our business there's For sure possibilities here a lot of these they, they transition into the 
you know, into being part of the coaching staff or mm-hmm. part of the, you know, MBA and doing, uh, working with the actual MBA offices. So yeah, that's, that's certainly possible. Uh, anyway, so anything else on that? No. Nah. Okay. <laughs> Who do you got? My number 10 is uh, Shark Tale. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I, I like him in the movie and I, it's a Godfather rock, rock, uh, knockoff and you have Robert De Niro and Will Smith. But I kind of like the charm of this movie. Does it always get there? No. But he does a nice job as that shark. It's such an interesting choice to have a shark who doesn't want to do what a shark does. And I know Bruce did that in Finding Nemo, but Bruce still, when the smell came in there, yeah. Bruce lost his shit. He, this character in uh, Shark Tale legitimately does not want to do what sharks do. And so he's stuck in this place where he wants to go be something else. Yeah. But his family is like, you got to follow family business. So... An Italian a mob comedy, in essence, an animated mob comedy, but set in the underworld water. I, I just haven't. Did you not see? It? Did you not I, see no, no, it? I haven't saw? seen it since I saw it, and I don't need to see it again. I walked out just going, yeah, you know, sometimes animation is just to make money, because <laughs> <clears throat> this was just a cash grab. Let's just steal ideas. Yeah, let's make a generic, underwhelming. Yeah, they got De Niro though. They, no. The cast they got yeah. is really excellent. Angelina Jolie is the other oh, fish. right, Jolie. Right. Yeah. Do you have her, Will Smith, yeah. De Niro, Jack Black? That's a hell of a cast. It's a good lineup. That is a hell of a cast. Yeah, yeah. And just like, shit, this is what you did with it because these people don't venture into... I would love to see De Niro in like a Pixar. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Pick one, please. I'm sure he could be the voice in a Toy Story film. Or Pacino. Or Incredibles. He could be a villain in Incredibles. Sure. Sure. I'd love to see Pacino. Oh, and I don't know if I want to see Pacino animated. Animated? Oh, come on. Hoo-ha! He's already animated enough, man. I don't know. Pacino. De Niro I'd be okay with. That'd be interesting down the road if we have a Pacino De Niro animated movie. I'd love it. That would be hilarious. I'd love it. it. Could he actually work, too? Uh, all right. Anyway, <clears throat> my number nine is um, one of the smaller parts, but I like this movie a lot, and I champion it. The cable guy. Okay. Yeah, because he's that guy who plays yeah. Ben Stiller's fr- Oh, no, Matthew Broderick's friend and trying to tell him, like, uh, Jim Carrey's crazy. You shouldn't be around the guy. And he's constantly, like, hassling him to not, uh, to figure out that he's in a bad situation with this dude. And Jim Carrey gets upset at him. And I remember that, I remember the basketball scene a lot because okay. he uses Jack Black's back to do the dunk and destroy the rim and everything like that. And, uh, but I remember Jack being like this guy who was like angry about the situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kind of bitchy about it and whatever. So I like him in it. I thought it was funny. And I like the movie a lot. Uh, it's one of those films that I think people don't understand the humor of, the dark comedy of the film. Uh, yeah, I remember walking out of it going, shit, I wanted something different. Mm. And then thought about it like years later. Because it's not one that I go back to rewatch. Yeah, I think genuinely, I just need time with it. Now I've seen Carrie do all these other things. Yeah, I might appreciate what he's pulling off. At the time, I didn't like rooting against him. Oh, when I was watching, yeah, yeah, okay, I was that. still so on board with because he was my. As soon as I saw Ace Ventura, and I yeah. loved him on Living Color. Yeah, I mean, I loved him on. It was oh, yeah, Living Color is great. Yeah, between him and uh, Damon. Oh yeah, and also like the David Allen Greer and Tommy Davidson, the yeah, two business yeah. card, the business card guys. You know, I am fresh out. Bam! <laughs> that fucking kills me. I did that one time. I've done it a few times in my life in the hopes I, I, I think you might get this reference. And when it works, man, that fuck, <laughs> you know I am fresh. Just patting pockets <laughs> in places they wouldn't be. You know I am fresh out. 
bam, the other guy floats it. Oh, man. So Carrie just from yeah. these Venturas and, you know, liar, liar and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was still so used to rooting for him. Right. Then to root against just, I don't know. It felt disingenuous at the time to me. It's like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do that. Yeah, well, it was trying to push the boundaries of, yeah. you know, I get him and Stiller were trying to push the boundaries of what a comedy could be. So, but now, yeah. like, we've seen his art documentary yeah, thing. Exactly. We've seen him yeah. grow. It's like, all right. Yeah. Maybe I appreciate this more. Um, all right. And so then my number eight is King Kong. Yeah, not going to make my list. Oh, wow. All right. I uh, Look, is he miscast? Possibly. But he's so on the line of possibly being cast correctly that I accepted it. Is the film overall fantastic? No, I wouldn't say that. But it, but <laughs> I wouldn't come close to saying yeah, that. There you go. But there's, I think there's a lot in the film that Peter Jackson's visions for vision for it uh, is incredible to watch and see him uh, try to pull off. I thought Adrian Brody's great. Naomi Watts is great. So when you look at them and their chemistry, and then you throw in Jack Black, I think Jack Black does a great job. Is that a, a bellicose film director who does? You know, he's trying to bring the beauty and the beast and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The only time it falls apart is when he tries to say the classic line at the end. That I'm like, you didn't get that right at all. Um, but other stuff where he's like so determined to direct the film and make it happen and, uh, you know, convince other people, blah, blah, blah. I, I like that. Uh, and I enjoy overall the look of what he was trying to do because there's some really yeah. legitimately dark fucking scenes in that movie True. with King Kong in the jungle uh, on Skull Island, but like once they get back to the states, is where I think it starts to fall apart because they lean into that romance a little way too much for me. Yeah, they go fucking ice skating. Yeah, they go ice skating. Yeah. That's what kills me about like I don't care about the rest of it because I know where it lands. Yeah, and to me it's just like I don't. This is not what I. Yeah, ice would assume you'd weird. put in this. There was a few of them. It was just like why are we why are we doing this right now? And the taking Kong back here. And not showing that because the first time around they did it, right? It's considered one of the biggest cheats in movie history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so to not do it again and be like it's an homage to the original, just like well they didn't do it in the original because the practicality of yeah. trying to shoot stop motion <laughs> on these huge—is <laughs> it all going to be matte uh, paintings in front right. and people interacting and then the animatronic? Like how are you going to do this? They did it in the seventies one with uh, Jeff Bridges and yeah. Jessica Lang. You saw him down under there. And you heard him as well. So, yeah, you're right. They, they kind of copped out this time around. They, you know, you took all the time to do all these other things. Yeah. I fell asleep in it. Wow, wow. I was also drunk, but right. I fell asleep in all it. All right. Well, I can't trust your opinion if you're drunk. Well, I've seen it since. Okay, all right. Since I stopped drinking. <laughs> uh, dude, we had... Have you gone back to watch every movie that you used to watch when you were drunk? Just, uh, now well, I don't remember most of them, but... Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I was broke. We don't host a movie yeah. podcast or anything. Well, I was broke, so I only saw so many movies out in the theaters. I was watching mainly everything on DVD, VHS, right, right, trading fair. with friends, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've gone back to rewatch those like three a year, four a year. Okay, uh, not a problem. Fair enough. And this one, it was late. And we were going to a midnight showing, and we had a show, and then we drank after the show. So there was like five or six of us that were drunk, plus yeah. like five or six other sober people. Right. Fucking straight up fell asleep for ten minutes. When he was still on the island. Fucking couldn't do it. I just saw a movie I fell asleep in. I can't remember what it was. Oh, well. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. What's your number seven? Seven is Orange County. Okay. Not on your list? Nope. I always enjoyed this one. Yeah? For its stupidity. If, if Saving Silverman's on your list, I'm going to set it on fire. No, it's not. Okay. All right. It's not. Go ahead. Well, did he make the side list? I was trying to think of every Jack Black film where he's a large enough part. Yeah. yeah it's right. on that list. Was it ever in contention? No. No. 
No. So this is the one with Colin Hanks, right? Orange County? Yeah. Okay. And he's trying to get into Stanford. Yeah. And Jack Black plays his basically fuck up older brother. Right. And uh, so like, whatever, his missions get screwed up or something. And then you know, shenanigans ensue. Yes. So they have to go up to Stanford and they have to go with the admissions office. And he wants to be a writer and he ends up meeting Kevin Klein, who's the writer that oh. inspired him oh. at the very end and whatnot. It's a nice little part for Kevin Klein. Nice. Uh, but, I, you know, at that time, I wanted Colin Hanks and Jack Black to succeed. I liked yeah. both of them. Yeah. Uh, Colin, I just, you know, he hadn't been around all that much, but it's just like, dude, your likability is off the charts already for me. Right, right. Just because of your dad and you seem to be your own individual and yet you still have his charm. Huh. To me. Yeah. Like, he always has done everything you see him in. Actually, he's in another movie we'll get to later. Okay. It's my guess. Uh-huh. He's got a small part. Yeah, sure. But I always like him. He was good in Fargo. Yes. He's good in, you know, I wish he would work more, but I realized that the, your father casts a large shadow. Yeah. It's kind of difficult. Yeah, right. He is. Yeah. But I also think he, well, he just did that CBS series he's been doing for a couple of years. Okay. Don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he shows up in the weirdest places. He was great in Fargo. That he was. in with him and uh, Allison. It was, uh, what, season one with Billy Bob? Yeah. Yeah. That was really good season. Yeah. Uh, every season of Fargo has been so good. Agreed. Agreed. I wonder when For that's different coming reasons. back. Yeah, they will they just change the story up every yep. time. Yep. Um, just when you think you're like, what the fuck is going on in this? And then you go and look it up and it's like, yeah, it's based on these. Yeah. They cobble together and they create a story. And you're like, Jesus. Yeah. Legion's about to come back. Which one is Legion? The uh, one with Dan Stevens, the X-Men one, where he plays Professor X's son. Uh, Dan Stevens. Uh, Downton from- Abbey. Couldn't get into it. Okay. All right. I tried. It's a simplistic show. Well, I but wanted... It's a soap opera show. The the menace, the terror of yeah. his whatever visions. Yes. That to me was fascinating. Oh, so you're talking about Legion. Yeah. You couldn't get into Legion. Couldn't get oh, into it. I thought it. you were talking about Downton Abbey. No, I watched okay, all of it. Okay, okay. Season one's like, it It gets less and less good to me over time. But early on, man, it's good. I love oh, yeah. Upstairs, Downstairs. There's so many good storylines you Agreed. can do with that. Uh, okay, so yeah, no, then Legion, yeah, that little terror thing, yeah, that to me was absolutely fascinating, yeah. And then the rest of this is like, I don't really care about you struggling to understand, or right, right, you know, I realize you, it's TV, so you want to take more time with that and yeah. see the hero's journey, so to speak, yeah. But man, that whatever that is, that is captivating. I've never seen that in a mutant film, yeah, it was fantastic, yeah, yeah. So, and Aubrey Plaza was great in that fucking series with him. Aubrey Plaza. How many seasons is it? Uh, it's the third one now. Okay. So, it's yeah. like the first three, four of the of season one. Oh, oh, when oh. It came and out. then you kind of like turned off. Yeah, do that it. was the turning. Fourth episode was the turning of the corner where everything starts to kind of fall into place. Okay. okay well, then maybe it was the third. But I hear a lot of people, uh, you I, know, dumped out before. So, I, I respect Does it. that thing pay off? Yes. Big time. Okay. Yeah. He's an unreliable narrator. So, once they start to lean into that after episode four, around episode four, and to the rest of the season, mm-hmm. then you get it. Like you dial into it all, and they go into the background and all this kind of stuff, and they start connecting the pieces. And so by the end of the first season, I was like, holy shit, this is brilliant. But for whatever reason, I never found the time to jump into the second season. Okay. So I'm going to before the third season. It's like me out. with uh, Better Call Saul. For oh, some reason, I'm not. I love that show. I'm not up to date. I watched the first two seasons. Okay. And then for some reason, just it's been on. Yeah. Either Amazon or Netflix for a while. And it just, uh, I don't know. How many episodes is that per season? 10, 12? Or Something 20? along those lines. Okay, I'd okay. have to look it up. Okay. Uh, I heard the last season was one of the best. Ever, really? Including Breaking Bad. 
you know, I did that with Americans eventually. Oh. I hadn't seen any of it. Yeah. We tried the Shield, but she didn't care for it. So I don't think it's one I'm going to do on my own. I think Shield's dated, man. It's from that time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good. It was a good show for the time. I think you're watching now. You you a little more like oh fuck. It's it's an interesting storyline. At least the initial like two episodes. That first episode's wow. Oh yeah. Our first two episodes, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, it looks like TV. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're watching, you're like, yeah, but you know, this is a hell of a storyline for the first. Yeah. You know, couple episodes. You're going through a lot of stuff right now. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, this looks like. <laughs> 90s television I'm that way with Battlestar I can't quite come back to it Galactica I did the first 9, 10 episodes of the first season and I kind of fell off I watched the whole thing okay I have serious problems with like two actors in it oh who are I don't want to say alright um okay but uh so <laughs> okay <laughs> That's one. Yeah, yeah, all right, fair. And the other one, there's another character. And it's well, just we're not like, beholden to anything anymore, dude. Yeah, true. <laughs> but at the same time, there's no point. Right. There's fair. no point. Fair. Uh, <laughs> and another one, it's just like, I, I like it. It hits certain moments, and then when it gets to them, yeah. it drags it. Like, you know, basically, it's uh, engine is almost stalling out at times. Just like, okay, and then boom, somebody else comes in. and just like, boom, right? You know, everything's yeah. back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I get that. And it's an ensemble, so it's not like they dominate too much. Oh, no, no, right, exactly. So it's fine. It's, it's good. Okay. Uh, it's better than I was anticipating. Yeah. But uh, the people that love it, like, okay. I don't yeah. think I'll ever go back and rewatch it. worship it, it man. Yeah. yeah, that's fine, you know? Yeah. But I'm sure if they, a, a huge number of those, if they watch Deadwood, they'd be bored out of their minds. Oh, probably, yeah. It's just different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Lily had a hard time with Deadwood. Fuck, I, like, I love it. I was like, babes, you can't watch the movie and think you, no. you have to watch so you have to get no. used to that speech. You do. That pattern. And plus, just watch season one. If you're yeah. going to watch it, don't watch yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, them trying to go back and just basically have fun one last time. Yeah. You know, hey, I still fit in the sandbox. <laughs> kind of. It's been a while. It's you a don't know dusty in here, all the mechanics. You know, you're over there operating that crane thing that I never had as a kid. And then I saw it at the playgrounds when I took <laughs> cousins and shit. I was like, oh, man, I would have been all over that. Oh, yeah. Little dump, you know, crane thing. Oh, this is so much fun. Um, uh, all right, so that was right. my seven. Yeah, what's your six? Six is Goosebumps. Okay. Did you ever see it? Uh, no. It's actually surprisingly good, man. Really? Yes. Okay. It is a lot of fun. All right. Uh, there's another one that's probably not on your list, uh, The House with the Clock in the Walls. Yeah, no, I didn't see that one either. You know, look, it's not trying to be anything. Right, right. That it it's is not. What it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's fun. It's it's okay. like... Uh, okay. Not uh, Spider Wick Chronicles in that you know what I mean. Oh, it's good. Right. It's not. It's not like that dark or whatever. Oh yeah, I right, actually, right. it's way darker on some level. Um, I don't know. It was interesting. Okay, it wasn't bad. All right. So goosebumps. It's kind of like what if every the the gist of it is. Do you want me to spoil the movie? Yeah, I don't care. I'm not okay. gonna see it. Kid moves in. Next, I should read them. Yeah, kid moves in next door to Jack Black. Jack Black has a daughter. Daughter and kid befriend one another okay. and Jack Black doesn't like it. He's always like putting his foot down type of thing. It oh. happens in two or three scenes. Okay. He's like, you know, don't come around here whatever whatever else. So it turns out he is R.L. Stein. Oh. And they go in and all the books that he wrote of yeah, all yeah. time, yeah. they're all under lock and key and they open one and out pops the abominable snowman. <laughs> so all the monsters eventually start coming out of the books and they have to figure out a way because oh, then the book, the nice pivot is if you destroy the book, 
uh, then the monster lives. You have to get it back in the pages, right, right. and then you can lock it again or destroy it. Okay. But the monster's alive and the other outcome. Right. So the monsters figure that out, and they start burning their books and whatnot, so they have to figure out a way to defeat that problem. I won't ruin that for you. Okay. Uh, so they're just bringing out all these interesting, fun little monsters, and it's basically like a Monster Squad for us on some okay. level. All right. For a different generation. Yeah. I was like, this is a lot of fun. I enjoyed this. I saw it once it was out on streaming. I didn't go right. to the theater. Right, right, right. Uh, but it's Jack Black basically making a kid for his uh, movie for his kids, huh. and it's they're going to enjoy the living hell out of it. Right. Okay. As opposed to sometimes it's like a straight pandering. This is a shit product, and it you know it sounds interesting. It's not bad. Okay. All uh, right, respect. Yeah, it's your number six. So it was my six. Uh, all right, my number seven is School of Rock. Wow, that's a pun, really. Yeah. And I only had I put it on here because I have to. Wow, I know I have to. It's not my cup of tea, but I have to. Okay. Um, then my number six is The Holiday. Not on my list. Really? No. This is a damn good movie, dude. I've only seen like. I don't even know how much of it. Oh, okay. So, so you haven't seen it. Technically, yeah. Okay. I've seen some key scenes. You've seen enough to know that you don't want to see it. I, I've seen enough to know that I never remember to think about it okay. when I go to watch movies. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I had a girl I was dating for a little bit turn me on to this one, and I've seen it every Christmas since. And uh, I like it. I think it's a okay. good story. And uh, I think Jack Black is playing a role that he rarely gets to play, which is this kind of more laid back guy who's like a romantic interest love interest for someone and um he still has his jack black isms which is the little jokes or whatever but there's more tenderness to them there's more vulnerability and softness to him in the role that i didn't i haven't seen him do in many other roles and so i like seeing this color on him and maybe enjoy him a lot and then um and then of course cameron diaz and jude law and kate winslet it's a good (laughs) cast and having them like you know uh change places and what that does and how that changes everyone's life. It's really a well done film in terms of for a Christmas film and then also for a romantic comedy type film. So okay. I liked it for that reason. Maybe go back and watch it, you know, yeah, at some point. Like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long would you say it is? It's about it's about an hour and forty five, hour fifty. It's a long one. That's a little long for, for that kind of movie. Buck forty is where that movie should live. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a long one because it's got that uh, jumping into different lives type thing. So yeah, yeah. That uh, thing that they do in the movie. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was uh, so. What's your number five? Five is High Fidelity. That's my five. Yeah. Is <coughs> I wish there was more of his part. That's yeah, the only agreed. reason. Agreed. Yeah, it's the only reason it's at five. But it's, it's not a, his journey, right? So yeah, it's he's not. He's only going to be so much in it, but he's good in it, yeah. I mean, him dismissing people on their <laughs> musical taste. They're such petty assholes, him and the other dude. Uh, and what so else is, they got? Yeah, exactly. This is their little fiefdom. Yeah. It's owned by John, uh, John Cusack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the punk kids that come in and they're like fucking uh, making fun of them, whatever else they catch them stealing. Yeah. And they end up making, uh, oh, I'm going to start a label, put you on. It's actually pretty good type of thing. <laughs> uh, but this also shows you Jack can sing, man. When he did Let's it, Get It On. Yeah, in the closing. Holy shit. You're like, why don't you do more of this kind of singing? I already knew he could sing. Well, fair enough. But like, I didn't know he could sing like this. Yeah, that I think most people didn't tenacious think. Tenacious D, like, I was like, oh, okay, well, but this is. Oh, like, dude, you, he's got pipes. You should okay. go listen. There's some good Tenacious D. Right. You know, out there. Fair enough. Do you have iTunes streaming or anything like that? <clears throat> I probably blocked it. I probably blocked Tenacious D on it. But sure, Why? I can unblock it. Why I would you go out of your... I didn't... That doesn't even... That sounds like an additional add-on feature that you paid for to block, because why would iTunes do that? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make sense. Don't suggest Tenacious D to me, please. Please take it out of... <coughs> there is no search it should be related to that I ever make. 
Do you write them a letter? I did, actually. Cut it out. No more Tenacious D suggestions on my iTunes. <clears throat> like I said, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't get that thing. Anyway, go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, it is a John Cusack movie. Yeah, yeah. So, But he you, stands out. He does. Yeah. I mean, every scene he's in, you just want it to kind of keep going and going and going. Mm-hmm. You realize why I can't, so it makes you appreciate it that much more because it's, you know, a little taste. Yeah. You give it a little taste, and that's all they do. Yeah. But a good film overall. I mean, Nick Hornby is the writer of the book that it's based on. And all the things Cusack goes through with all those different women coming to terms with like having dated them and what the results of yeah, that was. Making like, mixtapes. Yeah, all that shit. It's an interesting journey, you know? Like, what would that be like to go back and revisit the people you dated before? And would they even be willing to have a com- an honest conversation with you about that time? It's I don't want to see a bunch of them. <laughs> wow, really? You know? Yeah. No, thank you. <clears throat> Why is that? Why is that? Is it, was it a bad situation? Hey, it was... Almost every relationship I've had as an adult lasted like six months to two, or pardon me, six weeks to two months. Oh, really? Or less. Okay. Or less. The okay. vast majority. Right. I enjoyed getting in relationships. I knew that six I Six weeks to two months, to 12 months. No, to, to two months. To two months. So, oh, so you were a serial dater. Yes. Oh, okay. I always found a flaw. I knew going into it, I was like, all right, let me see what I don't like, and then yeah. I can basically create that as an excuse later on to be like, yeah. Did you do that with Catherine? No. Okay. No. She's- Interesting. Yeah, I've never dated anyone longer than no, I mean the six flaw. months to her. I mean the flaw. No. Oh, wow. No. Right off the bat, you were like, wait, I can't find anything here. We were friends for a really long oh, time. That's right, that's right, that's right. So I already knew, like... Yeah, but still dating somebody is different than friendship. Like, it you is. Get to really get to see... Well, you bones. go through that now. You have an understanding of being friends, all this, mm-hmm. you, you know, but there's still... It's like every relationship, there's communication yeah, yeah, yeah. differences. Even if we were friends, there's still, you communicate in different ways. You do, once you're in a relationship. Yeah. yeah, yeah agreed. Uh, so just figuring it out. But <laughs> so she's nah, perfect is what you're saying. For me? She has no flaws. She is perfect. <laughs> yeah, look, I would agree. Look, one of... One of man's Billy's a big fan of her. Yeah, one of uh, man's oldest colloquialisms is, is a Greek proverb of... Uh, oh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Wow, you got there. All right, yeah. thank you, thank you. I wanted to build up the fact that you I actually really knew did. some history about it. You know, it's not often that I know the fucking history of a phrase. So I'd like Master's to show that off. Degree right here. Nope, <laughs> couldn't do that many more times. So let's just enjoy it while it happened. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just like, duh, she's she's perfect for me, just like Lindley is for you. Yeah, she really is. I I've never. I had a stupid Schmodown match this weekend, and she left me a card, a surprise card, like, giving me support. Like, it's those little things you're like, I, the last three girls that I dated while I was doing Schmodown shit would have never done that. They, they hated it. But she gets it, and she's okay with it, is those little things. Oh, idea. Oh. Does she have any interest in being Miss Elizabeth? For me? Yes. No. You come out and you got her on her shoulder. I've, I've talked to her about it. <laughs> Bring her like, out. No. She's like, I will come support you. <laughs> and the new what? I will trash talk your opponents uh, off camera. Who but comes? I will not. Who's your current foil? Uh, corruption. Kalinowski and corruption. So then Kalinowski comes in off, like once you set her down with a yeah. folding chair oh. and takes you down and then yeah. tries to steal Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, she would cut him. She wouldn't even play along. The second he hit me with a chair, he'd be dead. <laughs> what's what's Lindley's last name? Fleek. Fleek? On Fleek. Uh, okay. It was just like, she would cut him. I was like, what, she's just carrying a switchblade or something with her <laughs> oh, at all times? She's oh. got a strap and she just pulls that out and be like, Basically. Motherfucker? My, my girl don't play, man. She half Native American. My girl, she wanted, she almost tried she's to. She's half? Yeah. She almost tried to kill Jay Washington. 
uh, uh, after the awards. What uh, what what is the half? If you don't mind, what asking. do you mean? Oh, uh, uh, Mono Tribe, which okay. is up in Northern California. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, like I met her mom. Her mom is full Native American. Oh wow. Her dad is half. Uh, and so, I mean, her dad is white. So I went and met her mom a few months ago when it was like, when we decided we were going to move in and we're serious. Yeah. I'm, I went up there to meet her mom, had a good time with her. Her mom runs a native American museum up there too. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Like it's, you know, as the son of Bolivian immigrants, Bolivia has a strong, uh, uh, Indian or native, whatever, uh, population as well that permeates through my dad. Mm-hmm. So for me to go and experience that through another side of things is pretty cool. Yeah. So my girl don't play. She, she feisty. I love it. That's another reason why she's perfect because she's literally ride or die. You know, she'll tell Look, me when I'm wrong. She is, she is my grandma. My grandma was <laughs> oh, yeah. half right Cherokee and half white. Okay. And my dad's a quarter. I'm an eighth. I bet she had so a, a strong temper when she needed it. Your grandma. Uh, you know, uh, I I didn't know her. Oh, oh, okay, all right, fair. She passed away when I was young, and okay. we lived a long ways away, so I only got to meet her like twice. Okay, all right. So you uh, don't have a good gauge of what she was like no on a day to day basis. No, right, clue. right, fair enough. But yeah, but Jay made fun of me at the Schmodown Awards from the stage, and I went back at him, and he said some shit. Uh, and he came back to try to apologize backstage, back at the, in the, because uh, we were at the comedy store, uh-huh. back at the, where you sit on the side, that area we were sitting there. He came back to, Lindley jumped up. She goes, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here right now. Really? Well, yeah. Well, you guys are in the main, right? Yeah, in the main. So, so right on the side, uh, right, like the main area, then the side of the main area. Like oh, around. you guys took that side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stage left? Yeah, stage left. Okay, yeah, so then yeah. you have, well, you got easy access in and out of that back hallway. Exactly. So we, you got to use the bathroom. We and... wanted to leave as soon as the last award was said, the winner was said, we right out the door. So, okay. Yeah, we had other things to do that day. I can't believe I missed, I don't know if you were with them, there's a pack of them there, like one night. Where? Because Riley lives not far from the store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like him and Fernandez and yeah. a few other people went mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. I've gone uh, down. Mark invites me. Like last night, Ellis texted me. He's like, bro, I'm on at 10 o'clock. Why don't you come? Free beer, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. uh, I didn't go. I was already, once I'm in, once I'm in, I'm in. And I was like, I was already in for the night, so to speak. So yeah. I didn't go. But anytime, any other time he catches me, I'll go see him. Because I, I think Mark is funny as fuck, man. Oh yeah, plus the stores. The store's I, great. I've spent so much time there. Yeah, so much time. And he'll he'll buy me drinks when I go, like beers, not anything big. So I'm I'm cool when he goes. Yeah, I've I've actually I think I've never paid for a drink there. <laughs> wow, that's great. Shit. Yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, I worked at the one in San Diego for a long time. So when I moved up here, I knew. Oh, a bunch of people from there. A bunch of people just right over on. the years coming down and hanging out, and I. I started as a door guy, which every comic does. Right. And then I did seating, and I worked the booth, the ticket booth, and yeah. I became barback and bartender. And then eventually I did the... I started getting guys on radio and TV. Oh, yeah, nice. And they paid me a whopping $50 extra uh, a week. But then I also had to get up at 7 in the morning to go pick them up to drive them through to whatever and hang out. I was like, it's a shitload of work, but... <laughs> I've done everything at that place, so you get to know people. You should just run it now. Yeah, so when I moved up here, it was just, you know, ah, hey, it's fucking no. So I only yeah. wanted water, though. I never really drank. Oh, right. And if I tried to buy a drink for anybody, they'd just comp it, and then yeah. I'd throw them a nice tip. Yeah. But it doesn't happen all that often. Well, maybe that's what he's doing. Yeah, well, no, <sighs> he's getting comp drinks, and yeah. they just tip heavily for it. That's probably what he's doing. Yeah. Now. I respect it. It's a nice, you know, uh, right extended to <laughs> anybody that's paid their dues there type of thing. 
He's very kind to me, man. Like, I'm always uh, impressed with how kind he is to me. Because, like, Christian should be... Christian should owe me more for the stuff he's done. Or I've done for him on the Schmodown side of things. Like, being kinder to me at times. But it's not his nature. It's not his nature, but it is Ellis's nature. Yeah, it is Ellis's. Not that Christian has a negative or mean bone in his body. It's just not in his nature. Yeah, no, I, we all have our own specific. Very I'm very true. much like Mark and very, very much, much like true. Christian. Mm, oh, you're both people. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's because Interesting conflict. Well, it's not a conflict. It's just some days, like yeah. every time I get to Clyde, I've told you this before, yeah. it seems like everybody's in mid-work, so I never want to interrupt. Right. Like coming in and making a big production because it's true. just... You walk in and Wendy's typing away, and I look over at you, and you've got headphones oh, yeah. on typing away, and Riley's sitting across from you typing away. <laughs> just like I don't know, everybody looks busy as fuck. We're, we're always working, man. I know, so we're I feel like I'm intruding every time I show. So I don't want to come. Hey, fuck you! Bing bang, yeah. Yeah, no, thank you. It's fantastic. Like I love how people think we just show up and do stuff on a on a camera, and then just like sit around. It's such bullshit. We're working all yeah. the fucking time. Uh, all right, well, uh, where are we at? Uh, we went off both our personal five, so we're doing that a lot. Too. Right. Sunday, we're doing a makeup That's show true. too, so you it's, know we're having fun. Good point. Good times. Uh, four for me is Bernie. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, good film. Just didn't connect with me, man. I, I get it though. I knew it connected with me. Stuff is great. I don't remember this coming out. Oh, okay. Um, so when I saw it, I didn't know the outcome. Okay. And I was actually so engaged within it. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, they did get the trial moved. But yeah. will these other small town Texas people identify with, you know, McConaughey yeah. showing up as the DA that goes for all media attention because it's an elected, you know, office right. and whatnot. Right. And Shirley McLean doesn't say but like 30 words yeah. in the whole thing. She's just <laughs> looking pissed off. For Who does she play? She plays, so <clears throat> Bernie, Jack Black's character. Mm-hmm. Is an assistant mortician. And this is based on true story. Or it's no? a true story yeah, yeah, out of yeah. Texas. Yeah, and by all accounts, he is the, the entire community by and large loves him. Yeah, he's very gracious with his time. He buys gifts for people. He checks in. He deals yeah. with the departed. He may or may not uh, be gay. That's their speculation. Uh, okay, all right. But I, or honestly, uh, the guy that he worked with says I look at him as more. You know, he was celibate. Right. And he just didn't really have that kind of drive in him. Okay. It makes sense in the way he portrays him. There's right. no real... Um, so anyway, he does Shirley MacLaine's husband's uh, funeral. Okay. And he's you know really good oh, with the right. families and whatnot, and befriends her over time, and she has money, and she ends up kind of controlling him, uh, just in that he always has a pager and a mm-hmm. you know, cell phone, so she can check in at any time, and he's not allowed to do things, and he's got to get her dry cleaning, and kind of becomes her valet slash slave Yikes. but she also makes him power of attorney and oh, okay. you don't know if it's fully motivated for money but it looks so innocent that perhaps it's not yeah it yeah. doesn't seem devious uh because you know spoiler alert he kills her right and puts her in a freezer and goes about like trying to f- it's not really scheming he's just kind of still doing the things he was doing before oh wow but when he goes through the action you're like that was really believable and that i don't know what the character was truly thinking in that moment. Right, It right. looked like a case of just uh, uh, madness. Yeah. Just, you're like a great white. Yeah. Black eyes rolled over, and then you did the action, and then eventually you kind of, once he crystallizes and comes back to reality, the, oh my God, oh my God, and it was, I believed it. I was like, oh. good acting for you, Jack. Right, right, right. Uh, so in those moments. Okay. It was really good. I like seeing him get these parts, like yeah. you said, with the holiday. Mm-hmm. Do something sincere and... As opposed to just being always on 11. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He is always on 11. Um, so yeah, four. Okay. If you haven't seen it, I would, you know, give it time so you forget about my description <laughs> and then watch it yourself. Good point. Good point. Uh, let's see. My number of four is Tropic Thunder. I know it's not going to be on your list. No, it's not on my list. But I love him in this movie. He is funny as fuck in this movie. My God, he's funny. All the stuff he does, being the coke addict, and of course, doing the uh, joke about being, a, essentially being the Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence type thing. He's got a, a you know, he's, he, he's coming back as a comedian, and he has a, he has a family. I think, I can't remember. The, there's something to do with farts. Something to do with farts that create, and he does, plays all the different characters and stuff. You talking really about funny. Eddie Murphy? No, no, no. no. Uh, it, oh, well, Jack Black's in this? He, yeah, in this. He's essentially playing the Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence okay, thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, have yeah. Uh, multiple characters. I can't remember the family. It's something the family, something like that. Maybe Flatulence family or fart family. But either way, he's like this sad son of a bitch who like is so, everyone thinks he's funny as hell, but he does not think he's funny at all and he thinks he's going to be found out all the time. So he's always doing drugs to kind of stay out of the situation. And everything that happens with him uh, throughout the movie and then when he's like, when they're doing that penultimate, uh, oh, sorry, when they're doing the uh, the raid at the end to try to save uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr., um, what he does and shit, it is so funny. And then the scene at night before the fight when they tie him up because he's an addict um, to get him to go uh, to cold turkey and the stuff, the sway he switches between being super kind and comp- a complete asshole is hilarious to him. It's a great sequence of events when he's just like, hey man, just just give me a little bit. And he's like, we can't get you any drugs. And he goes, fuck your mother. And he goes, oh. And then there's like 30 seconds and it was like, Jesus. And he goes, hey man, remember a while back when I said that about your mom? I didn't mean that, man. <laughs> so it's just so funny the way he plays it. And of course, I know you're not a big fan, but I love this damn film from beginning to end. And so I enjoy him. I just it. wish they hadn't put RDJ in the trailer. What? It's your selling point is RDJ. But the problem, once you see the twist of that character that he's white playing, oh, like right, 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 living right. in, embodying, yeah. it. I would have been so blown away with that. That's because the oh, if he had, if he that was a reveal in the yeah, movie. the Ben Stiller doing uh, no, yeah, that had already been lampooned and stuff. Right. So right. to me, it was like that's not a fresh take on this. Right. Simple Jack. This though is holy shit! I can't believe that this got made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really good. Yeah. And he got nominated for an Oscar. Yes. For it. Yeah. The acting is second to none. He would have won if Heath Ledger hadn't died. I really, I truly believe that he would have won if Heath Ledger hadn't died. Maybe. I truly believe this. I know people like, oh, Heath Ledger's great in The Dark Knight. They weren't handing out Oscars to fucking comic book characters. They weren't. No. They didn't even nominate that fucking movie for Best Picture. I'm cussing a lot. I'm sorry. It's a Sunday. I'm just relaxed. Um, uh, so I, I don't know if they would have given Heath the, the best supporting actor if he hadn't passed away. Perhaps not. Yeah. I don't know. Because he passed away before the movie even came out, I think. Um, anyway. So that was your four? Yeah. What's your three? Three is School of Rock. Oh, okay. It's a pun from earlier. Yeah. Right on. Uh, is it what? You're six? Seven. Seven? Yeah. Um, it's when it kind of fully cemented him, this dude can lead a movie. Mm. And I like that. I'm I'm excited that he's getting a shot. I have seen Saving Silverman. I have seen yeah. Shallow Hal. I have <laughs> yeah. seen... I've seen Shallow Hal a lot, actually, because <laughs> it was on repeat. I'm surprised know. it's not on your list. We've seen it so many times. Uh, well, because where it works, I like it. Where it doesn't, yeah, it's troubling. It is. Yeah, agreed. But it's also I didn't Thoroughly enjoy like agree. as much as I may uh, like Jason Alexander. His yeah. character to me was just too much of a douche. Yeah. Um, and then he has a tail at the end, and that wasn't even like that would be fulfilling. Right. 
uh, you would enjoy it. I believe he has a tail, yeah, a vestigial yeah. tail, and whatever, and he shows it off. Um, I, yeah, just no. Agreed. Uh, anyway, yeah, so this. So for School of Rock, and then the innocence that Jack Black always kind of exudes on some level, yeah, yeah. now mirrored back to him from these kids, and he needs to inspire them and kind of grow up. Yeah. A character that he could be pigeonholed into playing. Sure. You know, because that is Orange County. Yeah. You know, a character that won't grow up. There's, there's others. Mm-hmm. Uh, to see him thrive. I read somewhere once that he couldn't actually play the electric guitar, which doesn't make sense when oh, he shot this. Yeah. Doesn't make a lick of sense. The tenacious D doesn't. Yeah, when I read it, I was like, I don't know if I trust the internet on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not, uh, you know, on some, yes, you might have to change a little bit of the strumming style, but at the same time, you don't also have to strap your arm around the side, so right. it's easier access. Uh, yeah, I've played the guitar for, I still have a guitar. Wow. I was in bands. Look yeah. you. Yeah, I've played instruments my whole life. Violin, uh, trombone. Uh, I can half-ass it on the drums. Oh, wow. I can half-ass it on the piano. Respect, man. Yeah. All right. You just got to pick up one, and then it leads to others. Maybe we'll do that next time for our next live show. What, you want me to play? You just, do a, a you just sit dance. there? Yeah, I'll just You sit just there. sit there and... I'll sit there with a the tambourine. Uh, so long as I can do a cockneyed accent, and then I'll do the full... <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the bass drum, the cymbals between my knees... You know, I'm stomping around. I've got a perfect feel. This was just for you, John. (laughs) Why does this music sound like a bad cockney? (laughs) Let's not ask questions. Let's just enjoy the moment. Just enjoy the moment. It'll be our school of rock, and then I'll inspire you and the crowd. Yeah, totally. To start playing instruments on their own, and we become the world's greatest band. Perfect. Uh, 200 seat band, 200 piece band. What about this movie? didn't connect as hard for you. I, I, this was a, a, a stage in his career where I didn't like Jack, and it was repeating... Like you said, he was repeating the same roles. Kind of. I'd seen it over and over, and I just didn't like it. And I love Joan Cusack, so I really wanted to like this movie. But for whatever reason, I just didn't like him. I just didn't like him. Um, and so it's colored the movie ever since for me. I like him now a lot as okay. a person and interviews. And I interviewed him for the Jumanji thing yeah. uh, two years ago or the year and a half ago, whatever it was. He was very nice. And so it just was a different time. And to be honest with you, someone had tried to hook me up with one of his ex-girlfriends one time, a friend of mine who was dating a friend at the time. Uh, and he and I met him years ago at the Cat and Fiddle when I was the meeting this girl. Cat and Fiddle. Yeah, that play in, on Sunset. Yeah. When I was meeting this girl for the first time, and I was just kind of having a nice conversation with her, and we were getting along. Yeah. And I kept looking at Jack... And when he when they brought me in to, to meet, like because he was sitting at the end of the table, uh, and they asked, you know, they were introducing everybody around. This person was in, I don't want to say her name, but she was introducing everybody to me, and they introduced me to Jack. And I think he knew I was there as a setup to meet his ex girlfriend, okay, because they had stopped dating a while ago. And he gave me that limp handshake. You know what I'm saying? That limp fucking handshake that I hate that men do. It's a total like passive aggressive situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I sat down and I started talking to this girl. We're having a nice conversation. It didn't lead to anything. We didn't actually end up going out, but the whole time he is mad dogging me, just giving me, if I look over, every time I look over, he's just kind of staring and looking. And then I caught him a couple times, like well, whispering and looking over. Sounds like she used you to get him upset. Maybe. Uh, she probably did, but Perhaps. It, it left a bad taste in my mouth, man. I was I, like, Mwah. so I, I think that colored me for a few years with his stuff. So school rock came out around that time. And I've so, had that happen. Yeah. With a celebrity or with someone you know? Uh, I mean, uh, technically a little of both, I guess, but oh. the not on that level. Okay. Not of celebrity, not on that level. Okay. Well, he wasn't on that level when I met him. He was just about to get to that level. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, at the time this happened, technically he would have been, I guess, bigger than, but honestly, okay. eh, no, I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't okay. even say that. All right. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it was like a, why, realizing it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, I was, to- I just tried, I tried to be so nice to the guy because I was overwhelmed by the situation. You know, for a long time in this city, I thought everyone was better than me at everything. So I was always walking in the situations in a submissive position, a submissive point of view. Always. Okay. So I would give away my power within the first two minutes of walking into a situation. Because I thought all these people are accomplished. I am not. Of course, now it's different because I can sure. walk into whatever and I, I'm fine with it. Um, but like back then, I hadn't done anything. I hadn't been successful in anything uh, here in LA. So I was walking into rooms with more successful people and I would just let them walk all over me or say whatever, do whatever. And I think at that time, same thing. I just I would go overboard trying to be nice. Okay. And I think with him, I tried to do to be as nice as possible. And when he kept mad dogging me, I got home and I just was like, "Fuck this shit, man." So, ever since then, or for the few years after that, I didn't like. Yeah. It. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that's your number three. Anything yeah, that was my three. You say? Uh, no, go for okay. it. My number three is Kung Fu Panda. Um, we'll call that a technically a punt. Okay, punt it is. Uh, what's your number two then? Uh, two is Jumanji. Yeah, mine too. Jumanji. He's so good. The best part about it to me. Yes, he is my favorite part. <sighs> He's yeah. Okay, it's tough for me to say that. I'd say him and The Rock are one A and one B. Even though I love Karen Gillan too. Jesus, this is in the argument for my favorite rock movie. The Rock movie. All right. Yeah. Okay. Fair. This. Uh, what was the one with Sean William Scott or whatever that kid's name is with Christopher Walken and Chris Walken? Oh, the rundown. The rundown. Yeah, yeah. That it's Slim Pickens for me with The Rock. Wow, really? Don't care for the fast. I could do a top ten on The Rock. Don't heartbeat. care for Scorpion King. No, well, those those you going back at like Scorpion. I said. I said don't care for the fast. Hitch is good or Snitches or whatever it was uh, Snitch. I think is what it's called. Snitch was damn good. I thought the one with Billy Bob was good too, faster or whatever it was. I didn't see that. Tooth Fairy, no, thank you. Tooth Fairy's terrible. Tooth Fairy was his. Uh, San Andreas, pacifier. no. Uh, oh, San Andreas is fun. Uh, yeah, it's just okay. He's, None of the Fast and Furious movies. No, not a single. What one. about Game Plan? Did you ever see Game Plan? No. Okay. Is that the one where he's a football player and there's like a little girl that comes yes. into his life or something? Yes. Yeah, no, I didn't see that for very right. specific right. reasons because it wasn't made for me. That was the... <laughs> what, but Goosebumps was? The specific, I think it's made for all ages, Goosebumps. Oh my God, all right. Whereas the gridiron, the tooth fairy, any of those is made for little kids, for the parents <laughs> to have something to take them to. All right. I want to see, all right, hold on, because he's done a lot of things. It's a lot of crap, dude. It's a lot. Doom. Moana. Okay, but I don't really count him as that. I would say on that one, it's the end. It's like Toy Story for our recap and review. Uh, Do you think of that as a Tom Hanks film first? Do you think of that as a Pixar film first? Uh, Both. Okay. That one is closer to me. I would include it in a Tom Hanks if I I had to. But for him, like, I don't, I think of the the animation, the story, the everything about it before I think of the voice actors in Moana. Right, right. Whereas Tom Hanks is too wrapped up in Hoodie, but uh, Woody rather. Hoodie. I like hoodie. Yeah, thank you. Um, That's a new one. So, Walking Tall, you didn't like? It's fine. Be Cool, you didn't like? No, because it's nowhere near as good as good tr- Get Shorty. Gr- agreed. Gridiron Gang, you didn't like? Uh, oh, is that where he's a high school football coach? Yeah. I haven't seen it since it came out. I don't even remember. Right. I just remember that. Get Smart? No. Race to Witch Mountain? No. Keep going, bro. Tooth Fairy? Nope. The other guys? Come on. 
I'm not first a f- five minutes. That I'm not a good. fan of that okay. movie. All right. You again? No, you never saw that. Nope. Faster? Nope. All right. Fast Five? Nope. You can skip past anything with fast in the title. <laughs> <laughs> Just save yourself a second or two. Journey to the Mysterious Island? Uh, no. That was no good. Snitch. Snitch was damn good if you haven't seen that. The G.I. Joe movies? No. Duh. No. Uh, Pain and Gain? Never saw it. Okay. He's on such a, a cold streak. I've seen a lot of these. Everyone uh, in what I'm saying, yeah. no. I've seen about 80% of them. Hercules? <sighs> it's fine. It's terrible. It, it is, but I wish they would just do more Greek and Roman mythology type movies. Fair. Especially Greek. San Andreas? No. See? Central Intelligence? That was good. I never saw it. Oh, come on. Moana's good. Moana. Baywatch is terrible. See? Fate of the Furious. Yeah, you skipped over Doom. You skipped over... Because well, those are universally recognized as terrible. Yeah, but he's got a few of them. He's got Jumanji? some of the worst... Jumanji's his best video game adaptation because okay. he's been in like, what, Rampage? Three? No. No. Skyscraper? No. No. All right. That's a, we're just in the line with Dwayne Johnson. It's going to be tough. We're going to have to do him a top 10 at some point. We will. And uh, I like... I mean, I guess... My number six is this. <laughs> That's how I'm being with Jack Black right now. Uh, all right. So what'd you, so keep going. Yeah, Jumanji, oh, Jumanji. Yeah, great stuff. Really funny <laughs> what he does in there. And playing a young, playing a girl, a teenage yeah. girl, it's really, really funny. It is. When she's peeing the first time. <laughs> the fact that I'm not Instagramming this right now is insane. <laughs> and just cutting right to... Uh, teaching uh, the yeah. other girl oh, yeah, roundhouse how to be like sexy and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then seeing the outcome afterwards. <laughs> uh, just he understands the character so well. Yeah. So he, even when he's just reacting within a scene, it's in the context of how he assumes this teenage you know woman would yeah. react. Yeah. Uh, and it, he pulls it off pretty stunningly. Yeah, I agree. I, I was really enjoying, and the film itself is surprisingly damn good. It is. Uh, I did not when I when I went to the press thing for this, and we saw it in the theater. All I thought to myself was, "Man, I hope this finds an audience. This is really, really funny." And the producers themselves, when we talked to them at the junket, they said, "We just hope we come in second on the opening weekend. If we can come in second, oh really? And they had, they had no aspirations that this thing was going to make like nine hundred million dollars. Well, no, and spawn a franchise." They were just happy to come in second to Star Wars. That's oh, because there were other movies coming out that weekend. They just wanted to come in second to Star Wars. Okay. And when they did, I don't think I think, like I said, I don't think they had any idea that this thing was going to take off the way it did. Yeah, it so, just kept rolling. Yeah. And so I, I'm like super happy for them because they were very nice people and they were really worried about the film. Like they loved the quality. They just were worried it was going to find an audience. And it did. Yeah. So, yeah. And the idea that you only have so many lives and right. how that can be compelling. Yeah. And certain people, you know, giving of themselves right. for the overall. And you get the comedic of Rock pushing, uh, uh, oh my God. Kevin Hart? Thank you. Yeah. Literally started going hill, hill, swimmy, swammy, going around everything but Hart. Uh, <laughs> pushes him out of the helicopter, but ends up ultimately saving right. him and whatnot. Right. But and now you realize there are stakes involved. Because he's the one that pushed Rock off. Right. You know, the, the ledge previously. Because <laughs> yeah, he was upset. Um, yeah. yeah, it was you know it's a good movie, and that's what I was talking about earlier. With there's another Colin Hanks, he pops up at the very end. Oh, that's right. Yeah, as the kid that was the 
the Jonas brother, whichever one that is, yeah. that's him as an adult now. Right. Because he was into drums, and you see him, and he's got a Metallica shirt on <laughs> that looks fresh. Yeah, very fresh. Yeah, not he's been wearing this for 15 years. Like, you should be showing off. Like, a, that's a Hot Topic yeah. type of T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, okay, that that's kind of not helping me with the character right now. <laughs> he's truly, unless that's, you know, that's his true. favorite album, and he's owned that T-shirt a few different times. I Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I loved it. It's so good. If you haven't seen the Jumanji, honestly, it's really, really good. All right, so what's your number one? Oh, the punt from earlier. Yeah, for me, it's Kung Fu Panda 2. Okay. Two. Oh, two. all right, two. The opening with setting up uh, uh, Gary Oldman's character. I didn't even think to choose another one. Huh, okay. It's To me, that Great one is, is my favorite. It's the one I will rewatch over and over and over again. Cannot begrudge you, man. That's a good one, too. Because the set design, how the, the character design, everything that they've done mm-hmm. within the visual aspect of it, for me, is an absolute home run. Yeah. And I th- find the characters in the arc and everything else fully compelling. So yeah. I'm engaged you know, at the end when he's grabbing cannonballs and like using their energy back at him, you believe because he's had to overcome and yeah. learn and grow. Exactly. And you saw the totality of the power that gunpowder brings into the equation when everybody else is fighting, you know, with yeah. knives, lances, whatnot. And now you come in with artillery. Yeah. Artillery's gonna win. And just the, the beautiful juxtaposition of these massive warships coming down, <laughs> the canals, and what that means. This yeah. is a new oppressive order. This is, in essence, uh, Hydra with the Skynet over the world type of thing. This yeah. is going to, they're going to rule all if they manage to take power and no one's been able to stop them. Just the stakes they pit. I find that one absolutely riveting. Yeah, it's a good one. Damn right. I, 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 you know, I just defaulted to Kung Fu Panda because, like, I think they're all fantastic installments. I mm-hmm. even like the third one. The third one has sure. its, has its uh, really good points as well. But I mean, the one that started it all, I like the relationship between him and uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman's character, yeah. the master, all of that that goes on and the struggles he has with his dad about trying to do this and his dad telling him, you can't be this, you're never going to be this. And then, you know, fi- finding his way to that. And then the introduction of all the great characters, uh, you know, um, yeah, that he has action Jackie Chan, of. Yeah, Angelina Jolie. Um, I can't remember the other people that put the voice things. Uh, David Cross. Oh, David Cross, right? You said Jackie Chan. Angela oh, Lucy Lou, right? Does Lucy Lou do Lucy Lou, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And I think that's everybody. Okay, yeah. Or no, is it Seth Rogen? Oh, is it Rogen? No, I want to say it's Dave Cross. Oh, it might be Dave Cross. Oh, you're saying Seth Rogen or Dave Cross? Yeah, but I think it's David Cross. Okay. Is uh yeah, Jackie does often. Angelina Jolie, Ian McShane plays Tao Long. Yeah, he plays the villain. Yeah, Jackie Chan, Seth Rogen is okay. Mantis. Yeah, Lucy Liu and David Cross. There it is. Cross plays the crane. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, so then yeah. okay. Yep, 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 yep. So yeah, oh, Kyle Gas has a voice that's hilarious. Why not get your buddies involved? Why not? Yeah, um, right. So uh, yeah, I just enjoy the introduction of everything and the introduction of the world, you know, and mm-hmm. him struggling to figure out if he can do this or not do this, and then when he has to have that final battle, it's pretty fantastic. So, but I get, yeah. I get why too. Two certainly does a great job. And look, it's hard for me to go against my boy McShane. That's true. It is hard for you, and he's a really good villain. I'm a good villain, um, but. I just from top to bottom, because a lot of times, you know, in the second one, it feels underwhelming. I want to live more in your world. Like John Wick 2, mm. they take him out Ugh. of the world. And this is like, no, I want to, you hooked me. Yeah, yeah. Let's explore this world that you've created. Yeah. 
and the fact they're doing it just now a different threat to that overall world order. Right. And, you know, feudal China is so big, you keep that storyline going for a little while. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Bring in some sort of Mongol horde type thing. Sure. Um, sure. There's possibilities. They keep going. China's a huge market. So, yep. Yep. so long as you appease them, you get to open up to now the entire world. <laughs> that's right. You make that buddy. Yeah, you do. Well, that's why now movies, every once and again, it's like the characters inadvertently go to China. Or they need... Or they put a Chinese actor or actress in there. Yeah. yeah. Or like uh, suddenly uh, there's, you know... What movie was that? <clears throat> oh, um, shoot. The last... Uh, uh, the Martian. Where the other, you know, space aeronautical yeah. uh, the agency that had any capability that could help them was the Chinese. Yeah. And there's this camaraderie between... Or Pacific Rim suddenly... One of the gates oh, is right yeah, outside yeah. of Hong Kong. <laughs> you know, or Transformers, third oh act for no yeah, reason, yeah, going yeah. to China. That made no sense at all. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It made no sense. They do it to further ensure opening in China. Yeah. Make that money. Know, exactly. And on something like this, it translates. But yeah, just the second one, I was like, wow. Yeah. The, uh, the, I was enraptured from moment one. Nothing mm. against the first one. It's just yeah. like, I can't believe the second one was this good to me. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so then my number one is Nacho Libre. I, I knew it was going to be on your yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really my favorite Jack Black movie, bar none. If there's no other Jack Black movie that I will watch over and over and over again like Nacho Libre. He is so fucking funny. And I should be offended by this white dude playing a half uh, uh, Mexican, half white. But like, it works because his parents were missionaries and they left him there in Mexico. And he's part of this whole thing and he has to learn how to uh, part of this uh, old friar order and he has to like and he's the runt of the order and they all treat him like dog crap oh yeah he has to figure out how to uh stand out and because he loves his professional wrestling stuff since he was a kid and now he's getting a chance to do this and he's got to fight ramses who's the main luchador and what have you and all of it throughout the whole movie is super funny and his friend and him, those an- the antics they get into and the way they sure. mess with each other and the corn, get the corn out of my face. All There's so many jokes here that just work brilliantly to me. And he still works in his goofy singing, goofy singing songs and stuff. Everything works. And Anna de la Reguera, I think is her name, the girl who plays the nun that the, he has yeah, a thing the sister for you. that comes the in sister, from... Right, right. All of it, just just top to bottom. Very, very funny. When they go to Ramsey's party and they have to fake being part of the band just to be close to him. All of it, just genius. Uh, and it's a good look into the world of the luchador where they never take their mask off in public and they have to present it a certain way okay. and what, what that carries, what, uh, uh, what kind of respect that carries. And I like that they didn't clean up the gym like where a wrestling luchador competition would be in mexico is going to be in a dingy gym with barely any lights on it's going to look that way with that crazy fan of his there as well so all of it all around just hilarious and the journey to get the egg or whatever it is all of it just brilliant he's very funny okay uh <laughs> I, I yeah i have not seen oh fully the movie okay bits and pieces here and there so <clears throat> it's not for everybody. Look, I get it. It's not for everybody. But well, for me, I love it to pieces. Yeah, but I, I enjoy a movie you didn't like, which was Casa de Mi Padre. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh. Because of the absurdity and the stupidity of it, and they yeah. lean fully into that. They're not trying to... Yeah, they do. They certainly do. Uh, all right, well, that's our that's our list. Let's uh, put these things together, or our separate list, rather. Let's put it together for the show's list. Yes, sir. Um, so clearly it seems like Kung Fu Panda will be number one, whatever version. Uh, yeah, cheat. yeah, we might as well. Okay. All right. 
All right, so that is done. Um, Jumanji is our next highest. Yeah, Jumanji makes sense. Both in our number twos. Do we have anything else? In- oh, High Fidelity is our five. Does it move up to three? Did two fives beat a three seven? What's the three seven? I would say no, three Kung seven. Fu Panda, Kung Fu Panda. I is, no, is uh, oh, School, School of Rock. Rock. Okay. Um, all right. I would say School of Rock and then... Nacho Libre? Okay. I mean, that's my number one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. all right. I was going to say because we had high fidelity so high, but... Still Nacho's a good five. Yeah, yeah, right where we had. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. All right. What else? We don't have. Uh, we don't have anything else in common. No, we don't. So All right, we'll what's your to... next ties? I got my four, uh, Bernie. I got my four, Tropic Thunder. Oh, boy. Hey, it's a perfect opportunity for me to bring out the new coin that Matthew Hasso made for us. Oh, yeah. I haven't even seen on. this. Hold on. I'll get it right back. Perfect. <laughs> Vamp, tell them about our next live show, man. Uh, well, we don't know where that is going to be exactly. So it's either Toronto, Houston, New York. We're still working on it, but... Uh, I uh, we've got both gotten super busy as of late, and we need you guys to fully reach out. Give it, you know, give us a a heads up if you want to go. Take a take a look at that case. This is yeah. Look at this. It's like Canadian. a full jeweler's case. It's a Canadian coin. Canadian mint or it's Canadian heavy. mint. Yeah, as heavy as all hell. More. Oh, so it only has Superman on it. Well, it has Superman. What's the other one? The Queen. So it's the Queen and Superman. Right. Uh, who's Superman again? Me. Yeah. So right. I'm the Queen. Yeah, you're the Queen. Perfect. <laughs> I look beautiful. You do. It's good. I'm real and you're fictitious. Yeah, well. You know, I control one of the you know, most powerful countries in the world. Yeah. By control, whatever. Let's not get yeah, into I was going to say, you think you have power? All right. What do we got? It's heavy. That's for damn sure. Oh, look who we got. There's another weighted coin? The old queenie. Oh, see, that's bullshit. God damn it, Hasso. Look, you want to pull it out. That's why you don't fuck with royalty. Yeah, I flipped the next one. I got a feeling this is going to be the rest of the show, us flipping. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, what was your four? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder, yeah. All right. Next highest. Six. Which is what? The Holiday. I got goosebumps. Give us a flip. <laughs> Give us a flip. Give it a real test drive. Wait. All right. All right. You, you do whatever you got to do here. He's going to flip. That didn't flip at all. That hovered in the air. What do you got? Superman! I will bring it up to you so you don't... It's fine. think I'm cheating. Superman. Nice. All right, Hassel, okay. I approve this coin. Perhaps it just comes down to whoever flips. Uh, yours was? Uh, the Holiday. That's right. What do we got last? Ooh, legitimate flip now. Un- Unless... It's Orange County versus what? What, what number is your Orange County? Seven. Oh, it makes it because School of Rock was my seven. So next, next highest I have oh, okay. King Kong at eight. So there we go. Orange County makes the list. All right, let's do this thing. Well, the, I think the coin worked out. It, it's very nice. Thank Mr. you, Mr. Hassel. Hassel. To you, give that back, put it back in its special yeah, container. There, go, there yeah, you are, yeah. sir. All right, let's, uh, let's do this thing. The top 10 Jack Black films, yeah. At number 10. Orange County. At number nine. Goosebumps. At number eight. The Holiday. At number seven. Tropic Thunder. At number six. Bernie. At number five. High Fidelity. At number four. Nacho Libre. 
At number three, School of Rock. At number two, Jumanji. And our number one Jack Black film is Kung Fu Panda 1 and 2. Hey, oh, that's right. We cheat. It's our list. We can do that. We can. Uh, and then here is uh, David Mitchell Baker's. Oh, list. yeah, yeah. After this, we've got our shout outs. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, DMB writes, sorry to hear about the technical issues again, but huge thanks for still choosing my topic. It's so great to be able to support the show, and I hope you guys uh, got a great show out of the topic and enjoyed discussing the filmography of one of my favorite actors. Top 10, boom, my hashtag, pardon me. Top 10, boom, my <laughs> At number 10, The Muppets. The Muppets. Oh, yeah. At I guess that's number counts. nine, Tenacious D in the Pick of, De- uh, Pick of Destiny. Oh, my God. Eight, Orange County. What? Seven, King Kong. Okay. Six, Jumanji. Five, The First Kung Fu Panda. Okay. Four is Tropic Thunder. Okay. Three is High Fidelity. Two is Bernie. Finally, number one is School of Rock. Wow. There you go. All right. So, no, Nacho. Is Nacho Libre on there? Uh, I just put it away. Hold okay. on. Okay. You That's fucked fine. with me. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no Nacho Libre. You are so wrong here, David Mitchell Baker, but all right, I'll accept it. He, he put in there he is offended by any and all racism. That's why <laughs> oh, there's no racism. he chose not to. And I was like, dude, all respect to you. With a name like David Mitchell Baker, it's an yep. interesting hill to die on. And I, I believe he's English, so it's even more. Otal I rice say some. Paul take a one-man pain. Not a problem. When we come back over to London, you get your one-man pain. That's right. All right, let's do these shout-outs, Matt. You want to start us off? No problem. At uh, our first one is Matthew Hasso, Andrew Hayes, Andrew Nally, Clay Williams, Corey O'Connor, David Mitchell Baker, Boom DMB, Drew Inns, Mackenzie Horner, Mike Barrington, Robert Haley, Wiley Todd, Willie Logie, Christos Alexakos, so Chris Eric Grebner, Andrew Marker, Andy Tan, Angela Dashner, Anthony Castlenova, Ben Cartwright, Bernie Knapp, Bobby Carney, Chris Lemke, Dylan Steiner. Drake Fromsdorf. Ellis Manchaka. Ooh, Eric Escott. Frank Montoya. George Manchaka. James Leggett. Jason Bradshaw. Jeremy Metz. Jeremy. Joe Farrelly. John Douse. Joseph Burtwistle. Josh Mabry. Keith Fitzgerald. Kevin Fuss. Kevin Hills. Kristen Kurtz. Lawrence Witt. Louis Berrigan. Mark Fawcett. And finally, Mark Manchaka. Right on. Matt Hall. Mitchell Burrell. Nile Blackie. Paul Cree. Reese Seaborn. Ryan Nem, Sean Naughton, Steve Schluckabier, Stephen Boyd, Student Giant Fernando, The Blast from Our Past Podcast, Timothy Berg, TJ Starman, Tyler Spots, Zach Butts, Adelardo Fuente, Alex Ramsey, Aliyah Moore, Aliyah Ahmad Ali, uh, Andreas Kronstad, Andres Mendoza, Anthony George, April Rybacki, uh, Asa Denning, uh, Ben Quirk, Ben Archenbaugh. Blake Jensen. Brandon Marsalis Summers. That's a great name. Brian Akins. Cameron Belgrade. Chris Cabrera. Chris Consiglio. Chris Judge. Christopher McIntyre. Cody Seal. Cody Markham. Dan Colbertson. Dan Petraglia. Dan Somerville. Daniel Chaput. Daniel McCarty. Danielle Kelly. Darren Bush. Deborah Torres. Hey, Deborah. Derek Tang. Drew Burkhardt. Dwayne Joseph Burke. Dylan, Dylan Bueller Dempsey. Uh, Dylan Johnson. Dylan Yoon. Ed Buskirk. Uh, Edward Dobbins. Elijah York. Eric Bloor. Eric Bouchard. Eric Stevenson. Gareth Weldon. Garrett Bates. Ian Brick. Beltran Lopez. James Appleby. Uh, Jamie Des, DC. Yanvia uh, Canazar. Uh, Jason Liao. Jeff Knutson. Jeff Saliba. JC317. Jim W. Uh, Joe Abara. Uh, Joe McPhee. 
Joey Anthony. John Keefe. Jonathan Chase. Joseph Viola. Josh Pellerin. Josh Sachs. Joshua Dimash. Johanna Linaverta. Keith Archer. Uh, Kevin Shaw. Kristen Smith. Hey, Kristen. Christia Veselchik. Uh, Lindsay Toll. Louis Carizales. Marcel Behrman. Matt Hannigan. Matt Yoon. Maurice Robinson. MF Doom. Michael McDade. Michael Schmur. Nathan Leonard. Nicholas Smith. Nizar Al-Abbasi. Noel Kelleher. Pat Bufamante. Peter Bellin. Peter Ross. Phil Morissette. Phil Neglia. Philip Rinshaw. Rachel Silvestrini. Ravi Prasad. Reagan Lovig. Rob Harris. Roque Aureliana. Ruben Enriquez. Ryan Ambrandos. Sam Bateman. Sarah McCracken. Scott Zarnecki. Shane Noble. S- uh, Simon Bruyard. Uh, Spencer Freightway. Tim Begg. Tim Franco. What's up, Tim? Tim Kaskuba. Wayne Murphy. AJ Barrera. Aaron Carroll. Abby Lugo. Alan Bennett. Alec Musial. Alexander uh, Mulari. Alexander Marzonia. Alex. Andre Constantinescu. Andrew Herbs. Andrew De- O'Day. Andy, Andy Ortiz AZ Badfish Blair Simpson Brandon Caridi Charlie McKenna Chelsea Lewis Chris Jones Dale Varley Dan I oh, Pretty son of a bitch David Gregson Dimitri Malat DJ Red Hot Cox Oh yes Oh boy <laughs> I remember we got a good uh, laugh out of that one The last time we did these shout outs yes, baby That's yes, true Eric Messix Even uh, Evan Bistram Evan Zoller Giancarlo Simonetta Grecia Romero Houston Bodily Ian Horner Jacob Pullen James Winstead Jason Taylor Jeff Peters Jen Kemp Jim Payne Joe H.Y. Johanna Schmidt John Holloway Jordan Wiltshire Josh Lawrence Josh Murphy Joshua William Joshua Wynn uh, Juan Reyes Julian Key Catherine Samuels Ken Reels Kim Lehoff Kyle Spahn Laura Deverson Luke Allison Luke Larson Magalidore Mark Amorosi. Mason Merritt. Matt Chippig. Matthew Lee Cravens. Megan Bjork. Mike Diargenio. Mike Shea. Nathan Williams. Nick Dornoff. Patrick Campbell. What's up, PJ? Patrick Zamora. Philip Lane. Ricky Rivers. Rob McDonald. Rodrigo Valverde III. Ryan McKenna. Scott Kohler. Seamus Braytag. Sean Scott. Seth Shearer. Stacy Flores. Stephen Armstrong. The Cinephiles. Thank you, Steve. Thomas Price. Thomas Streeton. Thorsten Amuller. Timothy R. Williams. Wiley Stem. And Will Morse. There it is. Thank you to each and every one of you. And yes. to uh, DMB, thank you for the topic for the yeah. second time. You managed to come up with uh, two ones we liked. We'll save the other one for another day. Yes. Uh, we thank you for that one. We enjoyed that topic. That was a really good show. It was. And now it is lost to the uh, sands of time. <coughs> yes, we've had two of our shows, shows get lost to the sands of time. But, uh, you know, maybe there's a reason for that. So... I'll try to think positively about it. Sorry, I'm still coughing. I'm still getting past this thing. I apologize. So you're saying what? Either the fate or God intervened on our behalf? The gods, the schmodown. I mean, the uh, top ten gods maybe intervened on our behalf. I don't know. Yeah, you got to tighten down that bottom. Uh, is that what there. it is? Right is there. that what it is? I don't think it does tighten. All right. Well, there you go. That's our top ten Jack Black list and uh, shout outs and love to all y'all. Um, uh, yeah, we already said where to go to the Patreon, www.patreon.com slash the top 10 with the number 10 there. Um, tell them what else, man. Is there anything else? Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the top 10 show with the number 10. And you can join any of the live cities, Toronto, New York, Houston. Um, yeah, not sure what, you know, uh, where exactly we're close. We're close, especially in Toronto. We only need really a handful more people. Yeah. And then we'll pick a venue, uh, cause you're almost at Chicago numbers. Yeah. And then uh, Houston, uh, yeah, please keep sending them in. We get you know a few emails every day. 
Yeah. So we're just trying to basically line up the right venue, line up the right time of year, because now there's no point in coming in the middle of the summer. Right. It's going to be too damn hot. Yes. Agreed. And uh, we've already been advised from numerous uh, uh, Texan individuals saying, you might as well just wait till October. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Maybe even November. Who knows? But it's it's hot as shit through July, August, and sometimes September. And you're like, yeah. hey, listen, if Texas thinks it's hot. Good point. It's like when Arizona thinks it's hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> that means it's fucking hot. Yeah, true. It's like, oh, I don't, I just want to go from one AC environment to yes. the next AC environment because it's just, the sun is. It's too much. It's just pimp slapping you. Yeah. Uh, it Fair is. Point. Fair point. It is. Uh, but anyway, yeah. so yeah, we're working on those. But uh, thank you so much for yep. listening. Yeah. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that new recorder. Yeah. It's a thing of beauty. Yeah. See, tell us what we sound like on this new recorder. Um, you can follow Matt at Matt Nost. Follow me at The Roca Says. Um, see all the stuff we're doing. Give some love to the cinephiles. Uh, and uh, what else? Anything else? Oh, the, nope. geek, the geek Buddies, if you want. Uh, but other than that, we're good to go. And we will talk to you next time on the Top 10 Show. Adios. Ooh.